The views expressed at WTFlandia are not to direct, guide, or sway public opinion for entertainment purposes only. I, I was married, I can't deny I have children, but I've moved forward now and I've gone back to um, being a child. I don't want to be an adult right now and I just live my life like I couldn't when I was in school. How are things in your life now? Well, I um, have a mummy and daddy, a, a adopted mummy and daddy, who are totally comfortable with me being a little girl and their children and their grandchildren are totally supportive. In fact, her youngest granddaughter, when I was eight, a year ago I was eight, and she was seven, and she said to me, uh, I want you to be the little sister, so I'll be nine. I said, well, I don't mind going to six, so I've been six ever since. But uh, we have a great time, and uh, we color, we do kid stuff. It's called play therapy. No medication, no suicide thoughts, and I just get to play. Welcome, <clears throat> welcome, 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 welcome to WTF Landia Radio Show, folks. It's your girl, Char Michelle, and let me tell you what. Well, if there's any fluidity mo- moment that I might be okay with, for me personally, it's a... Uh, Stopping at the age 21. I mean, I look, I listen, don't you tell him, don't you dare tell my child. But my youngest child thinks I'm 21. Now, he's been asking me every year how old I am, and I keep telling him 21. And he goes, Well, how come you're not 22 by now? I said, Epic Groundhog's Day. Okay. <laughs> I'm starting to run out of the answers. This guy's a human calculator. He knows that I shouldn't have had children at that age. If I'm, you know, currently 21 and, and, and looking at their own ages, right? So for him, he's a little bit, he's, he's perplexed. He's a little bit taken aback. And he thinks that, you know, his dad is a, a, a disgusting human for yeah. So I gotta stop telling him that. I just told him it's figuratively speaking. Hey, I'm not actually 21, but he doesn't know the age. But anyways, you see how confusing that is? It's confusing to me too. And I'm the one that wants to be 21 forever. I don't know why. It wasn't like it was the greatest year on record. There was other great years, but it just feels like a nice age to feel youthful, right? And then people tell me, you know, you don't look a day over 20. Five, so I just just calculated down a couple numbers and just got stuck there, you know. Anyways, it's it happened and it's probably something I can re- I should reconcile within myself because my mom did that to me too. She says I am twenty whatever, right? And so this whole time, my whole life, I still don't know how old that, that lady is. So it's her fault that I. And this way, they always say, you're acting just like your parents. It's true. I can understand that now. And I don't like it very much. I don't like it. I'm taking it back. But anyways, age fluidity is now a thing. 
And, you know, again, it sounds harmless if you are, you know, looking at it from that standpoint. You know, women, we always want to be younger than we actually are. And, you know, not for any other reason than just the fact that we are, you know, we think we, 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 we don't have to be looked at a certain way for the wrinkles and and grades and stuff that we'll get. And some women are just very happy with being the age that they are. Everybody's different, right? So it's not like a woman thing. But I'm just saying, for the most part, we women like to age backwards. But I should say welcome to WTF Landia Radio, folks. Uh, because we're back up in this thing, and it's just about to get interesting. Because we just have to address this this new age fluidity thought that we got going on everything is becoming everything and everything's going to get everyone in a lot of trouble in the future i can tell you that much this age fluidity for this guy who has who's divorced who has some kids of his own who's like he said i just can't do age i can't do adulting right now (laughs) he's like i just can't do it (laughs) so i've turned myself into an (laughs) eight-year-old What? I can't do it either. I still have to pay bills. What do I tell my bill company? I'm sorry, I'm eight now. You still owe this bill. Well, charge my mom. Well, well, your mom is not on the bill. Well, uh, you can't hold this bill against me. I'm only eight. How's this work in court, you dingbats? Have you considered it this far? Has age fluidity work been figured out that far? Also, it's not going to be okay when it's, you know... There's other vile reasons to be a young age. And we know that there are other vile reasons to be youth, a child, especially if you're a guy who identifies with being a pedophile or youth attracted or a gal, and you decide you want to be, you know, 13, 12 to 13, so you can have sex with a 12 to 13 year old. Then is anybody, what are you going to do in the court of law? I'm sorry, but I identify with age 12. These creeps are going to be running rampant doing the... And what if you identify with being a rapist? Okay? You go in there, you're busting through people's... You identify with being a robber and a rapist and a 12-year-old. So you bust into somebody's house, rape a child, and then be... Then, uh, you know, take take their cell phone on the way out. So you're a robber, raper, and a 12-year-old. You're all these things because you're fluid. That's your identity, your queer identity. Get out of here. No, this isn't okay. And legally speaking, what have we what have we done to stop this from unraveling further into the abyss that it is? This is a satanic supernova. And it's not okay. No one's thinking about these long-term effects it's going to cause. First of all, we've gone into confusing our children with bringing drag queens into school settings, which no one's ever invited um, Jenna Jamison, the porn star who deep throats 25 wangly doppers for a living every day no one tells her that come and read us come and read a book to the children let's see if your octaves are higher than a normal teacher like excuse me like why are we doing this what is the agenda why are we pushing this no one's ever asked a you know um you know a stripper to come in and show kids how to strip and wind around a pole and then read the books to them about how to do it properly. 
So why are we inviting drag queens into school settings with booty, booties out, ass chaps? It's an adult thing. So I, I know we've spoken about these things on WTF Landia Radio Show, but we got to get real here. This ain't it. This is this is dangerous. This is very dangerous because we're we're to, we're in here playing with people's feelings. All right, we already know that people will do anything to save their neighbors. Look at everybody who's got the you know vaccine. And they did it because they wanted to do what was right to save their neighbors, to save their loved ones, to to make sure they're looking after other people. And in the meanwhile, a lot of people are dying with myocarditis and they don't know for sure what why it happened. They were otherwise healthy before the vax and now all of a sudden. So we do know that people are willing to do, you know, what is right. So people don't probably want to call people who do, do, who have created a queer identity of being fluid i'm a fluid robber i'm a fluid um rapist i'm a fluid 12 year old age age fluid rapist fluid and robbery fluid and those are my queer identities and then how do you how do you how do you criminalize that in court are there going to be robot judges now that make ai decisions this is so stupid. This is so ridiculous. This is so dangerous. And we know it. And if you're listening to this podcast and you think you have any qualms with with that description being something that we might have to look forward to addressing in the future, then talk to me about it. Because you know good and well, 99% of the population probably might, won't maybe do that but there's going to be a big strong handful of them that do and this is going to create trauma for even one person and if it creates trauma for even one person what are we doing we're not doing it right we need laws to protect everybody and being age fluid at the age of 34 and you want to get some draws of a 12 year old a 10 year old 9 year old so you drop your age to 8 years old you're, that's this is what we're gonna have to deal with, and you know I never thought of it this way until I thought of it this way, and this is this is the like I said this is the times that we're living in that everything is very not black and white, not gray even it's just clear, it's just everything is fluid everything can do you can do whatever you want to. And so they might as well just let everybody run rampant and, 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 and that way you're not judging them for doing something that you think is inappropriate when they very well, good and well, think it's pro- appropriate. I think raping is fine. It just means you're overly anxious. You, you, you identify with being overly excited and, and possibly forceful. Come on, dude. So. We have another opinion about uh, <clears throat> this age fluid ADD. We're going to listen to it now. I age, age fluidity, gender fluidity. So I mean, there are no more kids, right? Now kids are can be adults if if a therapist says that they're an adult. Exactly. And and what and what's scary about this is that's the last obstacle that the pedophiles need eliminated. They got the kids sexualized, they want the sex, and they're going to be able to provide it, but the age thing is getting in their way. Not anymore. All they have to do is convince the kid, just say you're you're 30, and and I'm a a 50-year-old pedophile, I'm going to say I'm 12. What are you going to do, mom and dad? You've already eliminated all the reason and science. You you can't defend it anymore. 
You, gotta, you, you can't, what are you going to say? Well, no, age is more fluid than, than gender. So what are you going to say? Like, you told me I could be um, a cat. You, in fact, you got an award for, for saying I can be a cat. You know, you told me that I could be, uh, you know, the, the opposite sex. And you also got an award for that, Mom. Yeah. What are you going to do? I'm, I'm, I'm 30. Well, no, sweetie, that's different. No, it's not. It's, and, and the laws are congealing around this, this craziness. So if the parents do try to block that, someone will come and pick them up and say, you're, you're bullies, you're the enemy, and the kids are gone. So all these policies are just making the pedophiles salivate. And he's not lying. He's definitely not, not lying. Age fluidity is, that's, come on, if you don't draw a line anywhere, when, you, when it comes to queer identity, it's, it's that. It's that is a problem. Okay? Again, no one is telling anybody they, they can't identify whatever they want to. They can, but we don't need to play by those rules. I don't care how you identify with, with what age you identify with. I'm not going to look at you and say you're eight. See, and everybody's gone too far. This is my identity. I'm a she and he. I've, when, you, when, when we started seeing identities of she and he, you just, you, you've gone too far. And you know very good and well you have. You either, you're both. Oh, that's because maybe one day you want to be one. I don't care that that is, is your identity to yourself. That you can be, you, every, see, we all, I identify with being a millionaire. Now, because I identify, wait, hold up, hold up, uh-oh. Because I identify with being a millionaire, I might be able to go over to the bank, local bank, and get that money and tell them that's just what I identify with. I identify that key being my key. Hey, hey, y'all, I'm about to be rich. I'm about to be rich. <laughs> no, it's not how it works. <laughs> it's not how it works. That's not how you, you identify with being a millionaire. It doesn't make you a millionaire. Okay, it makes you identify with being a millionaire. <laughs> it makes you better figure out, work harder, sell your... No, don't do that. I'm watching some videos about that. What I should, what, what, what should not happen is me having access to uh, the rabbit hole of information that I've gone down, gone down on Instagram these days. You watch one video that's a little bit alternative, and all of a sudden there's a hundred and fifty-five thousand videos that crawl into a certain portion of your brain. It's like I knew it this whole time. I, I, I. I'm, 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 I'm waking up feeling weird. Okay. I'm learning stuff about the music industry and I, I knew this stuff. I've always said this stuff, but I didn't know for sure. I didn't have facts to back it up, but a lot of your music artists and a lot of your celebrities and actors that you guys really admire, those people are the most dark and deviant, disgusting. You wouldn't idolize them. They wouldn't even be in your top five dead or alive anymore because they are demon, demonic, dark world placeholders. And and if you rock with the Lord, you want nothing to do with that. And that's what I'm realizing. And a lot of the people, a lot of these guys took the bait. They took the bait. They sold their souls. They, they, they made, you know, contracts with the dark world to possess people, to sacrifice people, to do these things. And it's sketchy to say the very least. 
Kids aren't off limits. Kids are, in fact, a cash crop to this dark world, the Hollywood dark world, the, 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 the powerful elites dark world. It's disgusting. Lord, save the souls of these people. They have gone off the deep end. And how does it get this far? Where do you find solace in the nasty things that you guys do? Hollywood. Hollywood execs, actors, small guys, big guys, medium guys. I'm learning things. I'm just here on Instagram looking at Britney Spears shaped like a box of cereal still doing her dance. <laughs> I'm, trying to, I'm just trying to like, you know, like a couple of photos of, of people, you know, and, and, and then I go into my for you page and it's like, oh, oh, it's a rabbit hole. And I realized that, you know, the things that I didn't real know about, which are very, very loud and proud and very, very backwards these days is starting to sketch me out. I didn't really always have that much faith in humanity as, as it were, as it were from the beginning. Because I'm just one of those people who's like, you do me wrong once, I don't deal with you. But Hollywood was one of those things where, yes, I did see some, I did get some offers and I did see some highly sexualized drug kind of industry there. You know, when I was involved in it, there's a lot of ways to get jobs. There's a lot of ways to get bills and rent paid. There's a lot of, there's just a lot of things and, you know. But I never personally got as far deep as the dark world stuff. And I, I think it's because whenever I would meet people, I would always talk about Jesus. And if you know me, if you guys, if you know me personally, and you list you, the person that's listening to this podcast, the people who are listening, if you know me personally, then you know very good and well. With When it comes to me, there's like me and then there's like talking about God, talking about Jesus. So I don't think that the dark industry world gets would, would have gotten very comfortable to getting too far with, hey, would you like to sell your soul? Because I'm always like, you know, how are you? I'm good. I'm blessed. I could be a line of cocaine. God is great. But that's just because I was battling with, like, <laughs> you know, trying to live in the world one foot in, one foot out. But I still prayed before going to bed every night and still like, you know, would speak to people about the Lord all the time. So it just seemed maybe, I don't know, again, I'm not sure, but it just seemed like maybe that was a repellent for them to get go any further on. Would you like to join the Illuminati? Would you like to, you know, sell your, your beautiful soul? And I praise God for it because it would have been a hot no, but like at the same time, would you, in a situation where you were too far deep in, in the partying, and there was times you stay up, you know, days on end doing precarious stuff, you know, that you shouldn't be doing with people you barely know. And uh, you might make decisions that are like long, longer term. And I think, to be quite honest, that's how a lot of these people do it. They go... All right, I'm willing to throw my because a lot of people, if you think about it, like even when I talk to people about the the stories that I have, right? They go, "Oh my gosh, you know that person? What? You know that person? You hung out with that person? You dated that person? What?" 
It's always that, right? Like, so people are more excited about Hollywood, excited about knowing certain people. So if you think about it, the people who get involved in these things, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm over here hanging out at this party with, you know, such and such. And then I got asked to be involved and I can be famous like such and such. A lot of those people are like, well, yeah, because they're just normal blowjoes with, you know, decent, uh, you know, talents and skills that can be exploited further. If given the opportunity and given the pass from the dark world, most people don't want to wait around or pray about it and spend time with the Lord and and making sure that God's timing works everything out. But rather, you know, I need to get that money. I need to get that clout. I need to get that paper. And then, and then it's just easier for the guy with the suit on to come and ask them, Hey, you want to make this deal? I can make you anything, make you out to be whatever you want to be. What do you want to be? A singer, an actor, a model? What do you want to be? I can throw you, throw you in the mix. And that is the scary part. So looking, and then, so looking at these stupid, you know, rabbit hole videos that Instagram provides, then you go, and then my stupid Instagram page is like, not allowing me to, it says, not available, page unavailable. Or just like it, it won't allow me to look further into, um, it won't allow me to look further into, um, it will not allow me to look further into like, uh, other page because it, it messed up my page and it messed up my Google and it was like, you're searching things that are whatever it, it, it made Google made me. Um, just prove that I wasn't a robot because malicious activity was going on my account. Excuse me. First of all, first of all, no, it's not. There's no malicious activity going on in my account. It's me looking on Instagram <laughs> and seeing that you deviant dark creatures are horrible and many of you pedophiles and I'm just sick of it. And so... All that to say is, is that we have, we have a lot more uh, discerning to do guys. When you're, when you're buying fashion, when you're buying art, when you're listening to music and you're heading to concerts, you want to make sure that you are guarding your eye gates and ear gates and making smart choices. Because I tell you what, a lot of these deals that they make, they come with the, they come with stipulations. You need to bring other people to the dark side. The more you bring over to the dark side, the higher up in rank you go. The better off it is for you, the more money you get. And so they have these concerts full look at WizKid, WizKid Yale, or whatever his name is. Wizard Kid. That's demonic, I'm pretty sure. Chameleon. Chameleon. Camille. Like Chameleon or Rare, or whatever his name is. Sorcery. It's just a lot of sorcery. Then you look at the crowd of people and they have a sea of people all for selling. Yeah, because the music might be a little bit knocking here and there, but like anybody can make music knock like that. But the devil is the god of this world and he's in control of what we look at, hand quotes, finger quotes, marginally as as marginal success here on earth. And that success is so temporary because look at time, look at how often we see how a music artist sells out arenas 
They can sell MSG out for two weeks straight. Okay? And then all of a sudden, they're playing at local bar and grill, you know, 10, 15 years later. So what good did that success have for that moment if that doesn't even last forever? It's not even eternal on earth. It's just for a short time you were able to say, yeah, they knew my name. Now no one cares about who you are. How many, think about it. How many, like, Cisco and Jodeci, and not not saying that they sold their soul, but I'm just saying they were popular. I'm not, I don't know what the heck they did, but they were popular for a short time. And then all of a sudden now they might be able to, you know, fill up a, a nightclub venue. You know, I'm genuine or uh, uh, the rock stars, you know, all these different, you know, I don't really listen to them. So I can only use what I'm, I'm used familiar with, but that's my people. But so if you think about it, just pawns, wrapping pawns for the art, for the uh, dark world, you know, and they don't even have higher up suits. They up in there doing all kinds of seances and rituals so they could be famous for, you know, five to 10 years. And then they're just laughable. Can't even sell tickets on coupon, Groupon. You know, is it worth it? Is that kind of lifestyle worth it? Or would you rather be on fire for God and say, and God saying, look, I'm keeping you out of this business so you can stay away from these people. Because I tell you what, I'm not an arbiter to anything that I've done. I'm just a child of God that's just like going with what God has for me. And I can tell you what, had I made some decisions, I would, and I have, I made some decisions that put me in some bad positions, but God was there, right? So imagine if I was just like, took over from there. Ah, I got this, God. Ah, step back. I'm going to sell my soul, and I'm going to do this. I would imagine that that would not end well, period. Because again, it's such short term. And then what about the long term effects of it all? You know, it's just so weird. Anyways, so there was another, another, uh, there's another uh, artist talking about, you know, what it was like as a, uh, as he, he confronts uh, the whole talking point about uh, selling his soul or uh, uh, no, an agenda, an agenda that, uh, his industry is practicing, and we're going to hear who that is. A question about the gay agenda. Mm-hmm. You thanked it at the VMAs. I want to say thank you to the gay agenda. Let's go. What is it? How do you define the gay agenda? Oh, uh, the gay agenda. Like, there's like, there's been this plan. Like, we used to go to meetings on Wednesday in Black Cloak. Okay. Uh, draw like a, a big star in the circle on the ground. Uh, we have like these cups of. I drink it pretty much and we kind of like plans like world domination like to make everyone gay and like <laughs> decrease the world population and question about the gay agenda and that right there folks is you know a lot of kids favorite rapper little nas x i can not understand why they didn't just stick with nas ah, nasir jones but yeah that's now whether that's satire or or parody, it isn't really, that's not really for me to go and dissect, you know, um, at this point. It sounds like, you know, a lot of things that we look at and see and hear about can be considered satire and parody, because it's, it's funny as heck. It's ridiculous. Um, but it's usually just disguised in comedy to be hidden in plain sight. 
Look at what Lil Nas X is doing. He's a perfect backdrop for that nasty agenda, like you said. Salute to the gay agenda. What, what, why? Why do we? Why? Because then it makes everybody demasculated. It ruins the family home. It takes what God has created and it smashes it to pieces. And, you know, to each their own, you're going to make your own decisions. But realize this one thing, that everything is temporary and those decisions are going to have long-term lasting effects. Just like if you choose to eat a, you know, jalapeno pepper. Okay. Just remember later on, you got to go sit at that toilet. Okay. And just, you know, that's the consequences. You know, come out with a fire starter for a boot boot too. But you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's just the bottom line. Every action has an equal and or positive reaction. And that's just a, the truth. And the truth, if you realize the truth, it'll set you free. But right now what we're doing is we're, 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 we're blurring lines between truth and fake. And that all started with fake news and this old thing that djt coined and all this everything went backwards everything has gone backwards i've had so much conversation here on wtf landia radio show for the three years that we've been a thing in april april will be three years old guys my goodness there'll be so much that we've spoken about because so much has happened uh during that time and so much more will happen uh, so we got to just stay on the button, stay on the button, know what's going on. Don't be, don't be, you know, don't be a part of the agenda that gets lost. Remember that, you know, every action has a reaction plausible and, uh, reaction. And you have to really, um, stick to your, your moral high ground because we're going to all make mistakes and we're all going to, you know, do things that fall short of the glory of God. But if you find out, if you know the truth, the truth will set you free. But if you believe the lies, the lies will keep you hemmed up the whole way because you won't ever address the issue, you'd just be like, well, it's fine. Everything's fine. You'll never have to address the issues. Do not follow the crowd to that bridge to jump over it. You got to You have to stop it now. You got to call the lies for what they are. And again, if you're gay, if you're this, if you have anything that you feel like, you know, this is what I relate to and I identify as but I know that it's wrong, then talk to Jesus about it. Talk to the Lord about it. The Lord, the one thing that God doesn't do is hate you. If God loves me, God loves everybody because well, I'm just not perfect and neither are you. So the lie, the biggest lie that's ever been told is the mean people who call themselves Christians who are going to tell you, you suck and Jesus hates you and you're so stupid because you're gay and, you're, and you sold your soul and you're fluid this and fluid that and ill god hates you you're so stupid that's a lie it's a straight up lie god loves you more 
because God knows that you need to know that you're loved and otherwise you won't maybe don't need to reach into areas that are not maybe something that long term you want to even be involved with. But the lie, the devil will tell you that you want to be involved with it because it's cool and everybody accepts it and it feels good. But it's temporary. I promise you it's all temporary. You know, you think about it. You just think about it. Like even when you eat something that you really enjoy, after the first couple of bites, really, are you firing off on all cylinders? Or usually it's like, okay, I've got that in me. That's fine. After sex, is it really that great? Or if it's like, okay, the orgasm happens. Okay, I'm, I'm good. You like think about how temporary things are that we 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 idolize or that we want so bad. It's so temporary to the point where you need more when you're drunk. You know, you start to get a buzz, then you need more, and then all of a sudden that dies down. And now you're just sick. Think about it. I'm trying to find ways to, to hold us all responsible for our temporary decision making habits and think about that we are responsible for our actions, whether we want to believe it or not, whether we've come to an understanding through through giving it names now or even through legal recourse that you can be fluid in whatever you want. It doesn't matter. It doesn't make it right. It makes us have to answer to God ultimately. And I just want you to know that the God that you have to answer to ultimately is a God that sent his son, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, to die because he knew this stuff was going to happen. He sent his, his son to die for you, for your sins, because he knew that this chaotic world was about to take you through all kind of nonsense and you would be able to be saved through the blood of Jesus that was shed on the cross for, for, for sins he didn't even commit. Because you can't, like you can't save yourself, especially from things you don't even think you need saving from. If you can make yourself a whole age identity and then do what you want, have your way with a child or, or, you know what I mean? Then you have gone off the deep end. Ain't no saving you because you think, well, there's, they've made it right. It's not wrong. This is a problem. And again, maybe 90% of the population wouldn't do that. Maybe they would, but even that 1% that would and puts you or your loved one in danger is too many. Later. If you or anyone you know needs hope for an amazing afterlife, please say this prayer and believe that it will be done. Lord Jesus, I'm a sinner. I believe you died for my sins so that I could be forgiven and live a more blessed and protected life. Send your angels to guard me, God. I receive you, Jesus, as my King, my brother, my Lord, and my Savior. Baptize me in your Holy Spirit. Thank you for sacrificing your life on the cross for mine. Holy Spirit, please join me on my walk with Christ, giving me spiritual discernment from right and wrong. And please allow me to lead others to come to know exactly who God is through his son, Jesus, and his sacrifice on that cross. 
This I pray honestly and urgently. Amen. By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the entire contents and design of this podcast are the property of WTF Landia Radio or used by WTF Landia Radio with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. Except as otherwise provided herein, users of this podcast may save and use information contained in the podcast only for personal or non-commercial educational purposes, no other use, including without limitation reproduction, retransmission, or editing of this podcast may be made without the prior written permission of WTF Landia Radio, which may be requested by contacting WTF Landia Radio. By assessing this podcast, I acknowledge that the WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty, guarantee, or representation as to the accuracy or sufficiency of the information featured in this podcast. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only and any reliance on this information provided in the podcast is done at your own risk this podcast should not be considered professional advice unless unless stated otherwise the WTF Landia radio group does not endorse approve recommend or certify any information product process service or organization presented or mentioned in this podcast and information from this podcast should not be referenced in any way to imply such approval or endorsement the third-party materials or or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion standards or policies of WTF Landia Radio. WTF Landia Radio assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with the applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein. Moreover, WTF Landia Radio makes no warranty that this podcast or the server that makes it available is free of viruses, worms, or other elements or codes that manifest contaminating or destructive properties. WTF Landia Radio expressly disclaims any and all liability or responsibility for any direct, indirect, incidental, special, consequential, or other damages arising out of any individual's use of reference to this, reliance on, or inability to use this podcast, or the information presented in this podcast.